1: Hammer time this week, and I expectedly triumphant hammer time. I think we were all expecting possibly the wheels to come up, uh, off against our uh, one of our bogey teams, Everton, but uh, but they didn't, and uh, so uh, we've had an. Um, uh a uh, at least not losing run of three matches and i think we spoke to you after the second draw the southampton game yeah we yet, did it we straight after that yeah yeah absolutely here with me to discuss uh our win are, uh as always jim grant good evening Hello. And uh, back after a while, a great friend of the podcast. He is head honcho, along with Alan Mark, of the best television production company imaginable. It is Channel X, and it is uh, Jim Muir.
0: Jim Muir? Sorry, Jim
1: Reed. Jim Reed. Jim, Jim I was thinking.
0: Yeah, thank you, Phil. I got nice you.
1: I I, I had an introduction prepared for talking about (laughs) Vic Reid's Big Night Out, so I had Jim Moyer Moyer in my head and said
0: that instead of Jim Reid. Hello, Jim. Hello. Good to see you both.
1: Enjoying a a ripe um, spell of form at the moment. Lots of uh, uh, prize nominations for Home, which was excellent. And uh, So Awkward, of course, which is uh, still going great
0: guns. Yeah, we, we, we are relatively busy, so we feel very lucky in this period, which is being obviously miserable for everybody. But uh, the football is keeping <laughs> me going.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we, you know, we, we finished last week's podcast with a slight uh, note of caution coming into the Everton game uh, because, you know, they are a bogey team. We've had some right pants down pullings up there and... Um, uh, but we won it. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what do we make of it?
2: I thought it was a, an excellent uh, away performance, a difficult ground. I thought we squeezed the life out of them and uh,
0: upped, upped it in the second half and deserved to win.
1: Yeah, Jim, what did you think?
2: Jim?
0: Really. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I'm getting to be... Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Moyes. I, I liked him when he was there first time. I thought he was very unlucky to get kicked out. I think he's the right manager for what we are. You know, we've got to be yeah. realistic. And we've got a very, very realistic team out there. I, I mean, the, the fitness levels in that game against Everton, considering it was our third game in six days, Yeah. there were lots of players like Rice and Suchek, uh, you know, playing all the matches and... And I I agree with what Jim said. We squeezed them out of the game. At the end, we could have won by two. Uh, Great to see Suchak score again. He's he's quickly becoming my favourite player.
1: Yeah, he's fantastic, isn't he? And I I have to say, actually, uh, I I watched it with a bunch of people on Zoom. And very quickly, I thought, um, in the last uh, bunch of games we've played, the last six or seven, we've been slightly guilty of getting off to a very sort of slow start. Uh, whereas this, we really hit the ground running against Everton. I thought.
2: I thought so. I, I you know, I, I, obviously I wasn't disappointed in terms of uh, the result and where the game went, but I was, I was surprised. Let's put it that way. That um, at, at Everton, I thought they they looked off it, and um, they, if anything, looked leggy towards the end of the game, um, and they didn't really put us under. A lot of pressure in that first half. I was expecting, you know, to have to weather a storm kind of thing, and yeah. Um, yeah,
0: it didn't didn't come, did it? I think I think what's interesting, particularly away from home, that both in the Everton game and the Leeds game, I suspect both Leeds and Everton that was two of their worst performances of the season, mm. and yeah. I think it's yeah. the way we played them.
1: Yeah,
0: and well, I think uh, that's true. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, Everton. Uh, you know, what, what What we've, since Suchek's arrived and since sort of Rice has come into his own, we are now very competitive in the middle of the park, I think. And, uh, you know, under both Pellegrini and Bilic, we weren't. We talked a little bit, a bit about this last week. But, um, yeah, I think um, teams that can get a hold of the game in the middle of the park, if we are on it, which sometimes we're not, but we we were in both those games, the Leeds and the Everton, Um suddenly they're in a bit of trouble. You know, they've got a real attacking threat, Everton, with Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison, but they couldn't really get the ball up to them. You know, they didn't really...
0: Well, we we have to talk about Craig Dawson, who's coming to the team, and he's kept Ings and Calvert-Lewin, who are possibly the two best, along with Vardy, they're the two best in Well, well, I'll I'll leave Kane out of it. I'm not going to mention him, but, you know, they didn't get a kick against us.
1: No, no, no.
2: No, uh,
0: he's he's um,
2: uh, you know he's, obviously you don't tend to watch players too closely for for other teams, but the uh, the internet went mad when we uh, signed him, didn't it? People were saying he's the worst defender on yeah. earth, he's another Roger the Relegator, blah blah. And um, actually, he's looks what he is, obviously a kind of solid, experienced uh, Premier League central defender with a lot of nous and you know g- good command in the air, which. Uh, you know, uh, and he's slotted straight in alongside uh, Og Bonner, who for me, Og Bonner is, uh, you've mentioned Sujet and, and he is wonderful and I love him. But uh, for me, at the moment, Og Bonner's
0: your front runner for Hammer of the Year because yeah, he's just he, been outstanding. He, he, really was, he, is. he was fantastic up at Everton and uh, he's not had a bad game. I, I wonder whether, because, you know, frankly, I, I don't think Dawson is as good as the two people he's keeping out of the team at the moment. No, possibly But not. I wonder whether the way that Moyes drills a team and the discipline we've got, it's easier for a player to come in. You know, some of those other, you know, when you talk about uh, Roger, the relegator, you know, we, we were a mess all over the place then. Yeah. And yeah. I think it would have been difficult for anyone to come in. And maybe Dawson's slotted into a team that's actually quite well organised and it, it's helped him look good. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. also you know he's been training with the team for a long while before he's had his chance, isn't he? You know, and, and yeah. this is quite quite a thing quite often with Moyes is that you know um, he introduces people you know, gets their measure, He clearly gets the measure of them on the training ground and then, you know, brings them in. And I, I thought Ben Rama had a, had a good game. Um, yeah. Well, I was just about know, to say, it's like of,
1: sort of people have no patience with Moyes at all. It was like, if he did, when he didn't pick him for one of those games, possibly in that first batch of three, um, the, the Leeds, Palace and Chelsea, oh, Moyes hates him. That's it. We're not going to see him. He started against Everton. <laughs> he yeah. started the game. You know, it's like, yeah, he is like looking at these guys and seeing how they fit in, and when they get when they get a sort of gap, he yeah. Them.
2: And you get people who then grudgingly say, "Oh well, it took him three games to find the, the right line," um, not taking into account the fact that you know as soon as you look at those games and and you know, away games at Southampton and Everton, um, you look at those games, you, you know, you've got to manage your squad across six days. You can't you, you can't just expect the same eleven. Um, to start every game. And it's a question of, you know, where do you place your resources? He obviously thought the team he put out in the first half against Brighton would do, would do enough against that opposition. And he was wrong. Mm. And he changed it around at half time. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm struggling to see where the the grounds for the the, the, the level of criticism that, that is directed at him
0: comes. It, it, yeah. And uh, the thing with Ben Arama, I watched quite a lot of him last season at Brentford. And obviously he's got lots of talent. You can see that. He can strike a ball and so on. But he is quite moody and he's quite greedy. And um, that, that was my impression as a player for Brentford. Mm. He mm. disappeared when they played Fulham in the final. Yes, he did. I saw. He, I he wasn't in the yeah. game. Parker took him out of the game. And I think that Moyes is trying to take that out of him. And, you, and credit to Ben Rama against Everton. He worked really hard. He made some tackles. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And Moyes wants that from his players. There's no one in that team who's just going to be there for a few kind of like step overs.
1: No, no, that's right. And and actually Ben Rama, you know, certainly for us, um, has displayed a kind of busyness and a kind of tempo to his game that that's clearly something Moyes needs and wants from uh, this, you know, iteration of West Ham. It's like... um, you know, actually, that's a good thing about Lanzini. You know, he gives the ball away sometimes. And this this version of Lanzini is not as good as the pre-injury Lanzini. But actually, in those early games under Pellegrini, Lanzini still had a bit of tempo and hustle about him. And obviously, Bowen mm. has that in spades. And so mm. that's what Ben Rama also brings to the team. So, you know, even if he does give the ball away a little bit and stuff, he's still working with that kind of tempo that we now have, especially, with, I, you know, Kufal brings that too.
2: Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, it wasn't a great game, let's you know, as a, as a spectacle, but I thought some of the, um and, you know, once again, you know, perhaps we could have done more in the final third, Fulness had a, a chance that he wasted. Um, But I thought a lot of our build-up play, a lot of the play when we had the ball, the, the passing was really crisp and good. You know, there mm-hmm. were some nice triangles being played. You know, I, I, I think... um you know, I hope, I hope that's a signal we're going to get get back to something. It, it felt more like the kind of performance that we were putting in against sort of Leicester and Wolves, um, yeah. In a way, yeah. in terms of controlling the game and 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 looking to squeeze, as I said, you know, the life out of the opposition. Um, and I, I think, you know, I just hope we we really can sustain it because we've got two, arguably three, you know, winnable games coming up. Um, that could put us right in contention for European places, you know.
1: Yeah, we've got Burnley next in the league, haven't we? And then mm, who's yeah. after
2: that? Um, West Brom. West Brom.
0: Oh right, blimey. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah,
0: and then and then Palace. Right, right. Oh, Palace. Bur- Burnley will be a tough game. Yeah, always, always is, isn't it? it? Always is. They're, they're yeah. goalkeeper and they're two centre backs. Again, i will be backing Burnley. You know, part of my lockdown fun is trying to win enough money out of football to pay for a holiday when this is all over. And right. Burnley, I've done very well on recently. And, they, you know, they're so kind of, yeah, well, they're Moyes-like in the way they play. I think we've yeah. got better players, but they've got two great centre-backs, a great goalie and a centre-forward who's always done well against us. Yeah, That's a real test for us. If we beat Burnley, that means I mean, a lot more to me than some of the points we've taken off better teams because yeah. we always struggle against them. Well, yeah. actually,
1: I mean, you know, the way they've been playing that nil nil against Southampton actually looks pretty good now. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, they're not yeah. slouches. They're a good, no. you know, they're a good side. And, um, you know, some of the sort of, you know, feelings of negativity towards things like that Brighton performance. Well, then again, you know, Brighton are uh, Brighton have possibly got a bit. Too, I think they've got too much to go down. I think the bottom three may well be the bottom three. You know, a lot of teams. Burnley struggled at the beginning of the season, didn't they? And and I mean, they're still a little bit down there. But they're they're finding they're finding their legs now. They're kind of getting into it. I don't think they're going to have any. I don't think they're going to have a problem. Um, and you know, there are very few bad teams uh, apart you know, from you, the
0: bottom two. Yeah, I think. I think, you know, Fulham have got a lot of good players. They should have beaten Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's actually, I think Newcastle, I don't know how they managed to get the number of points they've got. Because yeah. I, I suspect, apart from Callum Wilson, they're weaker than both Brighton and Fulham, but they've, they've got a lot more points.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, they took points off us, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think that yeah. was a, as much our fault as it was anyone else's. But... uh yeah, no, they aren't. They are, you know, looking possibly troubled, but they do have more points on the board at the moment. Yeah, so it's, um, you know, we're, uh, we're sticking in there, you know, looking at those two groups of three games. We've got a win, a loss, and a draw against Leeds Palace and Chelsea, and that's pretty much what you would expect to get out of those if you want to sort of be a kind of mid-table team. Then that second batch, I think we did much better than we thought. We got two goals yeah. and a win, and that's... Yeah. Yeah. a pretty satisfying kind of points yes. from those three games. Well,
0: Which Liverpool, just... Liverpool taking one point out of their games against away games to Everton and yeah. Southampton. Yeah. And we've taken four. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's great. You know, I'd long may it continue. The thing about the Moyes revolution, I'm calling it, um, to be Boris Johnsonian about things, is that. I'm really excited about what players he'll bring in. And, and if only the, the bloody owners and uh. the fans, when we come back into the ground, can have patience. Because I think with patience, he can build a team. And it will, but it will take two or three seasons yeah. that can get up to... I don't think we'll get in the top six. I think if we if we get an injury to one or two of our players, we're in real trouble. You know, Rice gets injured. Yeah. We're in trouble. yeah. Um, yeah. But I do think that Moyes, if he keeps on bringing in players, I mean, we must be running out of great Czech players to buy, but I know we're still looking at more of them. Um, yeah. If he can keep doing that, I think we'll we'll get better each season.
1: Yeah, and I think it'll sort of, you know, identify the areas we need players in and sort of build in those areas rather than just buying a kind of ragtag bunch of midfielders like we did under Billet when we bought, you know, Faguli and... Uh, uh, the Turkish guy and, and, yeah. and you know, Snodgrass in the transfer window. And similarly under Pellegrini, when we just went out and bought, you know, midfielders, um, you know, I think he knows the areas he's got to strengthen. And in fact, you know, he did that first time around as well. He, he deployed his um, very dysfunctional, Bunch of players he 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 uh, inherited from Bilic in quite a good way, and the one player he bought in in the window was Jean Mario, who was an attacking player. Yeah, yeah. For, for someone seen as so negative, he basically went, okay, well, I've got one window, and he just arrived, so he didn't have much time to think
0: about it, and so he bought and he got an attacking midfielder on loan from Portugal. Well, he he was, played uh, an out of it through the middle. Yeah, and and he played Arthur. Uh, yeah, and they were two right. things that Billich wasn't doing. And obviously, yeah. they're both attack-minded players. So, I, I mean, he clearly wants hard work all the time. And someone like Bowen and Fournells, absolutely. You can see why he picks them every week, because they yeah. work, you know, very, very hard. But he does make – he has made good decisions about attacking players as well. And he's mm-hmm. got – if you look at the players that we've offloaded and the people we've put on loan – they were the right players to get clear out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know he didn't want to get rid of Diangana. No, but who's crying about that now?
1: Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't uh, want him
0: to go, and he may have had a good season for us, but he's not setting the world alight of at of West Brom. I, I didn't want him to go because I felt it just sent the wrong kind
2: of signal, you know, as to what you know we. we but um, in footballing terms, no, I absolutely agree with you. It's it's. Um, you know, and and uh, I suppose Sue um, um, and Ben Rama have come in, um, and uh, they've both been great, great signings. I think. I mean, Ben Rama, the jury's out a little bit, but um, you can see the potential. Um, yeah, definitely.
1: You can yeah. see why. You know, you can see why they've bought him. He's got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it is that we. You know, we we want to be a far more mobile unit than we were in the last kind of four or so years and um, that's what you know Bowen and uh, Ben yeah. Rama bring you and for now, so obviously <clears throat> yeah
2: um, no I agree Jim with your analysis of the kind of Des Moys approach and uh, I, I, I'm yeah I hope he does get I, I think all managers need more time than they tend to get given in the modern game. Um, but he's shown, when, you know, at Everton that, that he's built a team, uh, well, more than one team really, over a period of time on a relatively meagre budget. And um, I think he, you know, he, p- he picks, he picks the right kind of players. He, he identifies, you know, there's a transfer policy, isn't there? There's a, you can see the thinking. We all knew we needed a right back. He's bought a really good one in that nobody had heard of. We all knew we needed um, legs, you know, you know, in a box to box midfielder. He's brought in one who's fantastic and adds goals on top of it. Um, you know, you can't you can't argue with those signings at the moment. I think I think they're a real vindication of his now as a manager. And I think what's going on on the training field is obviously good as well. He's got a good experienced no nonsense team of, of coaches with him um who will not take any uh, bollocks from from anybody um and and know that you know and they're savvy aren't they they know their they know their stuff so yeah it's looking in that respect it's looking good i just i just it's always the issue is is, is um i think there's there's a big set of the fan base fundamentally doesn't like him didn't really want him and they're always looking for reasons to for their original opinion to be justified mm. and i think that that all came out very quickly just after that brighton game which we didn't even lose
0: and, no, and no, it, I know. It, was, it
2: was it was vitriolic some of the stuff coming out
0: where would we be if antonio had been antonio had been fit all season absolutely yeah, yeah. I, or, I, I, or if we had I'd, decent backup for him yeah i'd say that we would we'd be at least two or three points further up the league which would yeah, put, what, so. in the top yeah. five or six. <clears throat> Who can argue with that, with the amount of money the guys spent. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's just, everyone's just, you know, they want results straight away. That's why I'm, I'm enjoying these games like Southampton or Everton, even though they're boring matches. For a neutral, they would have been terrible games to watch. But obviously, if you're a fan, there's the excitement and the fear of winning or losing. <laughs> but it's seeing the evolution of the team. You yeah, know, yeah. And every week, you know, Aaron Cresswell, who was, I would say, most West Ham fans, I'll probably include myself in this, even two seasons ago, you're saying he's finished. He's got no pace. He's playing really, really well. Yeah. He's even playing well as a left-back. I mean, he was superb as a left-sided, you know, uh, central defender. I mean, there are people talking about him getting in the England squad, which I think was a little bit too much, but... He's,
2: no, he's, he's had his best season for years. For left foot. He really yeah, has. His yeah. delivery
1: with that left foot its fantastic. Anyway, uh, let's uh, just uh, pause that for a moment and uh, uh, we'll carry on after this message.
2: If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct... check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag #coolerkingbike cooler.bike e-bikes that are cool af
1: welcome back uh, yes we were we were just talking about the fact that we've got the best out of uh, some some players that uh, you know it's, you know certainly in Moises case Antonio in the run in Last season we saw him transformed and, you know, this season we're seeing uh, great stuff from uh, Cresswell. I mean, just
2: Um, finally to put it in context, and to back up what Jim was saying, um, we played 17 games, 26 points. We have never had more than 26 points. I think I've done my research correctly. We've never had more than 26 points after 17 games in a Premier League season. Mm. So it is at this stage. It's our equal. It's equal with the billich 2015 16. Yeah, and if I think we, we win, we got thirty
1: two uh, from nineteen, didn't we? Yeah.
2: So mm. if, we'll we'll match that if we win. Um, I think it might be thirty one, but uh, it's around that. So you know, we're looking at uh, uh, you know how many seasons have we had in the Premier League? It's it's right up there with our top with the, with the Pardy season 2005 six and with and with the fifteen sixteen season. Um, so you've got to you know. Uh, I think you've got to you've got to give him respect, I think. Uh, and anybody who didn't want him has got to kind of, you know, ex- accept that um,
0: they were wrong, <laughs> in my view. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you something. <laughs> I, I had a bet on us to go down, right? Now, I, I sort of, um, I sometimes do that because I think if I'm going to suffer this agony at the end of the season, at least I'm going to get some money out of it. On the day of the US election, I got up. And I saw that because Trump had started quite well, I looked Mm. and I'd had a bet on Biden before, and suddenly Biden's nearly, it was about even money. I'm thinking, this is crazy. Biden's going to win this election. And so I tried to get as much money as I could on uh, even money, including cashing out at a loss, my West Ham to go down bet, because by then (laughs) I knew it weren't going down. So um, that's how unconfident I was. Yeah, after that yeah. Newcastle game and the lack yeah. of signings, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, it did look bad, didn't it? Right at the start, I mean, there were people seriously yeah. talking about having no point after seven games. You know, yeah.
1: so yeah, yeah, because um, it was a hard start. Yeah, it was. And, and yeah, the, and the fact is, we're still in the same sort of calendar year uh, that we were just about to embark on, kind of a, a fight against relegation. You know, this yeah. sort of that run in which you know sort of got delayed because of coronavirus. Um, you know, we, 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 we'd we got a couple of wins under Moyes. We'd beaten Bournemouth and we'd beaten Southampton and looked like we could, you know, we could um, could get out of it because we were sort of saying, you know, relegation looking like a very real possibility. Then once we came back and, you know, the run-in was really good, but we're still in the same year. And for people to be going, you know, that only drawing to Brighton is disgusting. We should be, you know, mm. as if
0: we should just be hammering on the We door. never beat Brighton.
1: No, no, that's right. <laughs> We've not beaten
0: Brighton. You know, it, it's um yeah. and I watched their second half performance against Wolves. And, yeah, it was good. Wasn't you it? know, they're not they're not bad. That, no, no. Uh, there's two t- terrible teams in the league, and then there's not that much really between even Fulham and up to round about the teams like us on 26 points. It's not you look at some of those players in the Fulham team and Anguisa. He's yeah. a very moist, tight midfield player, isn't he? He's a very good player. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Brighton will beat some big teams still.
1: Yeah, I think they will. I think that you know, I think that third relegation spot is right open at the moment. You yeah, know. any yeah. team could fall into that.
0: You know.
2: And we've picked up points when we've played badly this season, and that's very unusual for West Ham. We often yeah. say that about the, you know the. the the teams that we are, uh, you know, uh, uh, the top half of the league are very often to get get ugly results or, you know, win in a, in a, in a kind of chatty kind of way. And um, we've been doing that. We didn't really deserve to beat... Um, Fulham we struggled to go no. on Sheffield United no, no. but we had we just had enough to do it and that's you
1: know. you know not comparing ourselves to these teams in terms of quality but that's quite often what those kind of runs like you know Liverpool last year Manchester City with that sort of records points total and Arsenal in the invincible season that's often what a lot of those wins are like with those teams they're mm. like chatty last minute goal wins they're not it's not champagne football for the whole season from those teams when they you know create those incredible records and win the title with miles to spare. They're quite often, you know, nasty, chatty little wins with a last minute winner. Fergie's Manchester United made a made a, you know, a, a speciality of like Fergie time winning goals, you know.
2: Yeah. Well I mean, even in 85-86, it wasn't all beating Newcastle eight one and winning four 0 at Chelsea. There were a lot of tight one 0 wins in that in that mm. or you know yeah. close games that we well, that
0: we scrapped our way into. I think that there's obviously a great team spirit there and and we, we I think we played quite badly at home in a lot of games. Aston Villa, yeah, you know, yeah. They, they should have won that game. They were much better than us. Fulham, we didn't really deserve to win. Palace, we weren't very good. Brighton, we weren't very good. But we didn't lose any of those matches. And funnily enough, Man United, we, we played, played well really well play. for an hour. Yeah. Should yeah. have been about two or three up. And we end up losing 3-1. So,
1: yeah, Chelsea... I, the Chelsea game, we were really good for an hour of that match, yeah. weren't we? Uh, but we just didn't put the ball in the net. In no, the, and it, oh.
0: there's a thing about when we play, you know, the Fulham game was a Man United game. We both really interested. We started like a train. Against Fulham, we could have been three up. Yeah. Within 10 minutes, their keeper makes some great saves. I think we hit a bar and all that. We've hit the, the, the woodwork more than any other team this season. Yes, we did. Didn't and we. then when we don't get that breakthrough, through sort of pace, power and all the rest of it, we are lacking a bit of guile in midfield. And yeah, so yeah. if Ben Rama became that player who'd work hard enough, he's got that guile. I mean, you know, he, he, you can't take away from the, some of the passes that he's made to create goals. You think yeah. he's he's got about two assists this season, hasn't he? He's not been on the pitch much. Yeah, uh, yeah, so he, yeah. he's the biggest hope we've got. I don't think Lanzini's quite got it anymore. He's, I think no. he's all right off the bench. Well, he's he's
2: he's blotted his his copybook somewhat badly. Yeah, we could perhaps yeah, talk about that yeah. in a minute. But I, I I've actually you know I I, th- I felt that Jim. But but actually I think um, his recent performances have been encouraging. Uh, I, I thought um, uh, it was second half he came on against Brighton, wasn't it? And, yeah, and yeah, it made he just, us, I, it made a difference. I thought you know he was brighter. You know he was he was getting into space. You know he's a slightly different kind of. If we're thinking about kind of, you know, Ben Rama ultimately playing in a kind of number 10 role, um, they, they do slightly different they offer slightly different things, don't they? And it's good to mm. have a squad where you've got players who can play in position and give you something slightly different. His, um, um,
1: his pulling the ball back whilst lying on the deck for Ben Johnson to score. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. No, he yeah. played well in that game. And I, yeah. and I certainly think he has been better the last month or so, yeah. but coming on. And, I, and I, there's yeah. an interesting thing with the way Moyes plays for Fournau's and Bowen, who nearly always get substituted. And it's almost like they're told to work right. themselves in, into absolutely. the ground. Yeah. And, it's it, you know, in the last two away games, we've come on strong in the last 15 minutes. When we yeah. brought fresh players on, we got yeah. Antonio on the pitch. Um, you know, Ben Rama could have got the winner at Southampton. Uh, he's a very good save. He's yeah. yeah, there.
2: yeah. Um, well, Yarmolenko. Yom- it was Yarmolenko's little kind of dinked past to uh, yeah. s- check that set up the goal for, uh, against Everton, and he's a good impact sub. Although whether or not on his wages we can afford <laughs> him as an impact sub, I, I, I don't know. You know, um, yeah. clearly they're going to have to sell some assets to to bring players in if they want to again. I mean, there's not going to be loads of money. Forthcoming, is there so no? No, but it's like
1: you'd hope that they sort of gave themselves, uh, you know, as as they implied, a kind of uh, a sort of transfer holiday this time round because they'd spent so much in previous windows on Alaire and Anderson and Four and stuff. So that this time round, they will actually loosen the purse strings a bit, they can't plead sell to buy, sell to buy again like they did last season? Because you're like, well, other clubs aren't doing that. You can't no, be the only well, club in the league for two seasons in a row to go, we've got to sell to buy, we've got to sell to buy. No one's doing that and staying in the premiership.
2: I think, though, that, that's the limit of their ambition, though, isn't its is to It's just mid-table... Mid They'll be very happy with that. I, I, you Talking know. of
1: which, um, you know, as you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder at the club, and as such, I get uh, emails quite often in my inbox on a Monday morning. You know, often from personalities in the club. Often, you know, they're from Captain Mark Noble, or sometimes uh, they're uh, they're they're from the manager. And um, so here's one that uh, popped in uh, yesterday morning. Um, I'll try and do it justice. <clears throat> Dear Philip, David Sullivan here. Happy New Year from myself and the elderly and high risk David Gold, whose bony hand clings on to life, Ian as death slips off his pyjamas and slides into bed with him. The slimy bluish flesh of his arms entwining the old man in his lifeless embrace. The nausea rising as the sensation of something hard pressing into David's back for death has taken his scythe to bed with him. 2020 was a challenging year for all of us. I am so proud of the way Jack, who identifies as my son, has grown as a person. Jack has let it be known to his mother and I that gender-specific pronouns no longer apply to him or, as he wishes to be known, it. And what Jack wants, it gets, because it and its brother David Jr. are the lights of our lives and we support it wholly in every choice it makes. On a related note, David has vowed that never again will it appoint a manager with such a patriarchal and heteronormative surname as Matt Beard has got. And it bitterly regrets that the team was ever managed by Julian Dix. Jack has attributed its new emotional intelligence to its near-daily exposure to lesbianism. On a personal note, I remember very well the bad old days when women had to pretend to be lesbians just to earn a living. It is a matter of pride for me that Jack is able to pay lesbians a living wage for being lesbians foremost and footballers second, which may account for the poor run of form. But enough of lesbianism, by which I do not mean stop all lesbianism. Lesbian, in lesbianism is as natural and enjoyable as breathing. I just mean let us turn our attention away from lesbianism and back to football. Not that the two are mutually exclusive. God, no, no. Practically all of them, they seem all, it's like all of them. Alexa, delete that last paragraph. But what of 2021? With the vaccination program underway, myself, David, God rest his soul, and Karen Brady would like nothing better than to welcome the fans back for a right old Cockney reunion. But we must remain vigilant. Although we miss the good-natured banter, we mustn't be too hasty. We yearn for the crackling atmosphere that comes with a full stadium, the odd gynecological term of abuse, and the occasional seat thrown our way. The days when there's one bloke not even watching the game, but staring up at the director's box for 90 minutes, drawing his finger slowly across his throat, and never far from our thoughts, but we have to keep that R number down. So... Till we meet again in 2023, just to be on the safe side. Come on, you irons. Oh, very good. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. yeah. Poor well, old David Gold. Yeah, poor yeah. old well, well, David Gold. No, no. you know I, that was too much for me.
1: Oh dear. Well, I think they. I think he's worried about him. David Sullivan's worried about him.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, he's worried about his health.
2: He'll have had his jab, presumably.
1: Oh yeah. Well, he'll have had both. Yeah, yeah. He'll be able to go out. He'll be able to go out. Won't want to, though. Good. Yes. So, um, yes. So, Manny Lanzini, he got into trouble, didn't he?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What a plonker.
1: Yeah. Very you know. silly
0: and disappointing. But, I mean, the, I, I wouldn't defend any footballer doing what going to a party and all the rest of it. The only thing I would say is because they're getting tested so much, they do actually know yeah. whether they're positive or negative that's yeah. not an excuse um, and clearly a lot of this mixing <clears throat> uh, it probably leading to the you know the, pop- the positive cases in the league but
2: yeah
0: show, so it's, I think there's 40 today in the latest round of testing probably yeah that's right. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah mainly Fulham and Man City though aren't they I think yeah mm-hmm. um, but um, that's yeah that's the last I, thing I, Fulham needs <laughs> No, indeed. Well, of course they've, they've had a couple of yeah. I mean, they, I think I oh, well, I don't know. I mean, they, they I don't know if those are players or whether they're across the clubs and coaching staff as well or not. Those those positive tests. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, yeah. Now there there is no excuse. I mean, you know, they they're high profile. The rules are rules as rules, and, and and a lot of people who are following them are making you know big sacrifices, not seeing family and friends, and 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 uh, and so on, and so it's a kind of it's, it's 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 like you know when they pose for photos like that it is a bit like sticking fingers up isn't it and and uh they shouldn't do it um having well, said it, that i think there's a broader context think so you're right they get these positive tests so they, these um regular tests so they they obviously feel they're a bit kind of invincible in that respect and um there is a broader context of the kind of general dithering and flip-flopping of, of the way the whole thing has been handled you know so the whole kind of yeah, you know, people had ordered stuff, made plans for Christmas, hadn't they? About having been told and almost encouraged to do so. And yeah. then uh, you know, when when really a, a well-planned response to the whole thing would have would have knocked it on the head a long time ago. You know, yes. it's just
0: because Boris wants to be everybody's friend, doesn't he? he well, be my better. excuse is none of them. None of them understand English, so you know they didn't know what they were doing was wrong. Yeah. That's, if I was uh, Manuel Lanzini's <laughs> agent, that's what I would do. But the thing I don't understand is why they take pictures and put no. them on social media. Yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, you know, if you're going to have a party, which you shouldn't do, obviously, don't take a picture and put it in front of no. how many hundred thousand followers you've got. Yeah. If you're going to get. And oh, I think nearly all these uh, parties that have been discovered are because of pictures that people have put
2: mm. on their yeah, Instagram yeah. pages. Yeah
0: um I mean, well, it was like I when um,
1: it was like when Twitter first started, and sort of quite rich people would take pictures of themselves and stick them straight up on the internet, so that people who wanted to rob them of their Rolexes knew exactly yeah. where they were <laughs> at that precise moment, and just yeah. went and stood
0: outside. You know. Yeah, i, I the, the thing about Lanzini is I don't know why. I you know I, I think I've got a reasonably good judge of looking at someone and knowing if if they're uh, you know, a party-going, large-in-it kind of character. And he doesn't look like that at all.
1: No, no.
0: no. You know, I I imagine he might have a couple of glasses of white wine maximum. Yeah. So it was probably a very innocent evening with lots of people together in a very small space mingling. But, um, I mean, you know, I'm assuming he's got fined. I don't even know why he was on the bench when we played Everton, he was on the bench, wasn't he? They hadn't no, come yeah, out yeah. at that point, had it?
2: Or did, or so had
0: you, it? you don't think the club knew then? Oh, I don't know. Probably they did, yeah. Probably I mean, did, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Also, the other thing is that, what, in a way, the Premier League and the Football Association have got to lay down a law on this. And then the clubs have got to follow that through. Well, actually, quite because, a
1: few players that, um, you know... Um, Went out and did things they shouldn't do over Christmas and New Year. Played in that evening's game, Mendy at Chelsea, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there was quite a few of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talking of our sort of wider squad as we are, are, are we in the transfer window? Has that opened in these COVID? Yes, I Is think it still so, the yeah. month of January because we've got. Yeah. By all accounts, uh, I read today, Anderson hasn't worked out at Porto, so he's coming back.
2: No, he's um, hardly had a kick, has he?
1: Yeah, apparently yeah. Is there
2: scope for him to come back? I'm not sure. It's, I, I suppose we can no. have him back. I don't think I mean, we can loan him anywhere else because he's played
0: for us as well,
2: hasn't he? So he can only play for two teams, I
0: think. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, he could play in the cup games. Yeah. Maybe maybe
2: uh, they could. Well, uh, he, well, he did that the last time we got knocked out. I mean, um, yeah. you <laughs> know, I'd quite like us to have a go at the cup because... <laughs> um, you know, I think we've got the kind of team that's actually, you know, in a one-off cup tie, it's probably pretty difficult to beat, you know, um, and, and we should give the cup a right go. We, I mean, as you, say, whether... as you say it. Sorry, go on.
1: But it's sort of a question of whether we pay our first 11 or not, you know, because we've got yeah. a, a bare-bones football team, you know.
2: Exactly. I suppose that's true. I mean, they've, the, the one thing you can argue is they've had a decent break before that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I, you know I, I, he won't he won't he he'll be cautious and and um you know obviously randolph would have played anyway and that gives fabianski a bit of extra time to recover from whatever his injury is um but i i just think all west ham fans we've always loved the cup runs when they when they come and and um you know in recent years particularly under this ownership they've been few and far between haven't they and there's been a sense yeah. that it's not a priority it's all about staying in well like you say, we aren't gonna we are not gonna go down this season. We are No, the, I mean, you know, that, that, that's pretty clear. So let's have a go at
1: it. Yeah. Two thousand and five, six, obviously we were in a not dissimilar position. We were a sort of mid table outfit that was actually functioning quite well. So that's like the last time we had a real go at the cup and mm. a team that sort of seemed capable of giving the cup a real go. And I imagine Pardew must have played a pretty sort of strong team in that. You know, you did have Carl Fletcher as an understudy for Hayden Mullins, where there were a couple of, you know, we had some rotational possibilities, whereas we have far less so now. I think.
0: Yeah, Um, I I think. I mean, I think we definitely should have a real go because I don't think we're going to get into Europe via the league. No, I don't want to be. uh, It's more of a risk because you you lose Rice for a month or Antonio for another month. I agree, agree. and and we're a bit screwed. Um, And also Moyes. If you look at the, the teams that he picked over, over Christmas, he likes his best players to play every game. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, Rice, I, I think Rice has played well this season. There's been a yep. the few games where he's definitely Fantastic. dipped. There's been a few games when he hasn't been at it, but he must yeah. be absolutely knackered. But this kind of bringing the ball forward that's coming more and more into these game, I really like that. Because yeah, yeah. he's a much better player on the ball than people I remember when he, he had a, a little run at right back about two seasons ago. He maybe played a couple of games, yeah, going yeah. on an incredible run. You know, yes. he can do that. Yeah. And he's obviously got a good shot. And it's how him as Suchet kind of because obviously when we stretch teams, we want Suchets to get in the box. Yeah. But, but I'd like to see more of Rice going forward. And I I think Moy's I think we can still pick a pretty strong team against Stockport. Yeah. And if we can't beat them. No, they with must a be few a few reserve team in, players.
2: They're in the fourth flight, aren't they? No, they're in the fifth. They're in the same. They're in the league national as, league, um, I think. Oh, are they're they? In the same oh, I thought they were on Lee Phil.
1: Right, I thought they were the. Um,
0: I thought they were in the fourth no, they, flight. Bummy, yeah. on hard times, yeah.
1: Right, yes, but
0: so um, that's the sort of game where we need scrap. You know, we need we do need people like Rice and Suchet because it could be a scrap. Yeah, and, yeah, and perhaps we don't need Lanzini and players like well, that to start that game. No but we've got people like Snodgrass he's he's yeah. the kind of man he's a decent
2: player still I think and he's the kind of man who, you want in those kinds of kinds of he'll play won't he noble will play yeah um lanzini will play um, that'll probably be the mid that might even be the midfield three um I think he'll have them on the bench ready to come on if things don't go right but you know I was at that AFC Wimbledon game one of the few hundred people who were at that and that was—I mean—that was a shit show. That was shocking, Absolutely. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, they just couldn't be asked. I mean, they—you know—and um, uh, Rice was, of course, on the bench for that, and and we were right behind the
0: dugout, and you could see how frustrated he was. You know, um, I think—I mean, this—I don't want to sound brexity at all about this because I—I don't think it—I don't think it is a particularly xenophobic thing to say, but I don't think—I think the FA Cup. Maybe doesn't mean as much to some players as as some of the the, the homegrown yeah. players, and an away game at Wimbledon is probably not going to get Anderson's blood racing.
1: No, it was a real shame that Carabao Cup run early on in the season, wasn't it? Because in fact, those you know, when we played those real minnows, we absolutely you know pulled their pants down, which of course we should have done because we had our kind of at what was at the time our B team of most expensive players we'd ever bought. We had, you know, Anderson, Haller, and Yarmolenko. Yeah. We sort of couldn't get in the first team at that time, playing in this kind of um, Harlem Globetrotters type second team to play Ipswich in the Carabao Cup. And they pulled their pants down. But the, as soon as we met any decent opposition we got crushed with by that team because they clearly just didn't have enough of a kind of spirit once the other team scored against us
2: you well know? yeah I mean the difference between those two Everton away games is that we're really stark you know I mean yeah, uh, yeah yeah they tore us to shreds didn't they
1: um you know I would still um it was interesting you know when we were talking to Jim Munro last week Jim that that he said that the only sort of possibility with Allaire if we did think we were able to unload him would be alone somewhere for possibly you know the remainder of this season or next season because I I mean we're getting more of a tune out of him but I didn't he I mean you know he didn't really kind of set my heart racing against Everton
0: No he 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 wins quite a lot of free kicks but uh, uh, he, he just isn't right for our system yeah, Moyes wouldn't have
2: signed him, would he? I mean, he's no. not. You know, he wouldn't. He, he he's being asked to play a role that that Antonio can play, and Arnautovic played. You know, which is to really run channels, hold the beef strong and physical, and hold the ball up. You know, and 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 really work the legs of central defenders. Um, that's just including. You know, that's not something he's got the. Um, it's not necessarily he's unwilling to do it, but he hasn't got the attributes to do it, has he? Uh, um, no you know, occasionally he'll do something brilliant like he did
0: against um, uh, Palace.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that, I mean, you know, he, he scored three goals. I don't know how, you know, he's probably started, if you include his substitute appearances, eight or nine games. It's not a terrible return. Not, no, it isn't. No. no, it isn't. He will and score the odd goal. Yeah. There's not, and you can't really, there's not that many glaring misses he's made. No. I mean, maybe the Man United game, that, which may well have been offside, yeah, that yes. that was quite comical, wasn't it? But mm. he's just not right for us. He's he, he's obviously a decent player, as Anderson is. Yeah, and Anderson well, could that, be right for us. I just don't know what happened to him. No, but that, no, that's
2: that, right. that it, it's you know Anderson isn't getting a kick at Porto either. So something clearly is going wrong.
0: there. He, he's it, lost his confidence. I mean, totally. that time when we beat Arsenal one 0 I think it was when Rice scored, and yeah. Anderson went on a run where he. He fiddled around with his gloves as he was skating past Arsenal's uh, fullback. Yeah, it was one of the most audacious things I've seen yeah, a football yeah. player do. and yeah. he's he's got all of those things. He scored some very good goals, and then oh. it just turned off.
1: Yeah, the first season with Pellegrini, he was great. You know, uh, you know, the, the, the match of the day pundits were saying he could be, you know, the best player in the Premier League this year. Mm. Early on, when we got those couple of wins, um, and it because when like you
0: talk really good- to People who don't support West Ham because of they, you know, all they see is highlights on Match of the Day. The two players they ask you about are Lanzini and Anson. Yeah. Because everyone thinks they're really good players because yeah. they've seen their highlights. And obviously Lanzini yeah. did have a great season, scored some good goals and and he's a good player and probably been, his career's probably been hurt uh, too much by that injury.
1: and massive injury, yeah. Absolutely. Um,
0: but they're not, you know, you can't see either of them surviving the Moyes era. I'm sure if he could get rid of both of them, he would do. I
1: think so. Yeah,
2: well, I yeah. don't know about Lanzini. I don't know about Lanzini. I think he always liked Lanzini when he was here first time. Um, he, he played him, there were some injuries, weren't there? But when that he was could, played, Lanzini. He, yeah. he played him alongside, but he got he, he picked up niggly injuries and was in and out of the team, I think. Yeah, um. But um, there were a couple of performances. I I think mean, the one at Huddersfield or Huddersfield, the four-one, yeah, yeah. You know, we almost played as a front two. Uh, yeah. yeah, Um So I don't think it. I think I think it's not. It's not. The, it's not the kind of Moyes is not of anti-flare players or anything like that. I just, I, 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 it's the work. At. It's whether or not you can do the running, isn't it? It's whether or not you yeah. can you can close people down and whether or not you've you've got you you offer something in the way he wants to he wants to play. And I think Lanzini has come off the bench and offered us a little bit more control in the final third, a little bit more look up,
1: yeah, pick a pass.
2: Yeah. He's just got that, you know, he finds space, get, you know, gets on the ball a little bit more effectively than sometimes a Fornals or a or Ben Ramo who wants to run at people, doesn't he? Ben Ramo yeah. Wants, yeah. To, wants to take people on, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I wonder. So, um, I wonder what we'll do in the transfer window. Uh, I wonder. You know, it feels like we really need a, another striker.
2: They've got yeah. to get. Yeah, we've got. We can't loan someone though, can we? Because we've, unless we make one of the
0: loans permanent, because you're only allowed two, and we've got. Oh, are two. you right? So yeah, yeah.
1: we so, we have to
0: buy King, who I suspect would be the one we go for. Yeah, a, a buy installments. Yeah, maybe. Mm-mm. And then maybe. we we need to pick up a, a a left back.
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know I, when Arthur's supposed to be coming back. No, I don't know. Back. I don't know. I think he's I out, think it's out for a while. quite a while. Yeah. Um,
2: uh, yeah, we're very short there, aren't we? Well, they've, they've got they've got sort of Johnson can play there. They've got. Um, they've got one or two they've got this lad whenever I've seen him in the under 23s this Longello guy yeah looks looks rangy and good Um, so they've got some people coming through and they've got they've got central defenders coming through Um, I
1: mean I wonder what the feeling is about kind of um, you know sort of making it to the end of the season with what we've got and then really looking around for, a, a, you know, the equivalent of Kufal for left-back. Um, you know, I could see them, I could see them in that respect doing that for the left-back position uh, more so than for the striker because it really yeah. does
0: feel like we need one. Yeah, because, I mean, like you say, I mean, Johnson played all right in that game yeah. against Brighton. And then, you know, obviously he's been dropped for the next two matches. Yeah. Um, but he certainly, whenever he's played for us, hasn't, hasn't looked too out of place. In no, the he's good. He's good. And he's, 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 you know,
2: physically capable, isn't he? He's kind of a big
0: yeah. unit
2: and he's quite, quite quick. And he's, you know, I, I think he's a he's a good prospect.
0: And yeah, even no, though he's not a left back, Fredericks played all right against um, Southampton. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, I thought he, well, he was good. And he, Fredericks was playing well until he got injured. Yeah, I think he's good.
1: You know, I think, you know, on the right side, I definitely think Kufal is, is better, but I think Fredericks is certainly a good enough understudy. And if there was a way to sort of, you know, def- de- deploy him in an emergency on the other flank, just to patch things up, I think, you know, I'd like to hang on to Fredericks because I think he's got something, you know. Yeah, I
2: think we're all right on that side. If you think yeah. you've, got the, you've got the three of those, potentially, as right backs, that's 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 okay. I think you're right. We We, we could do with another... Uh, a left back because and, and one injury to Gresswell I and mean, then we're really struggling there. Yeah, um, I think legs in central midfield. I, I I just feel you're right. One injury to so Salchek, All Rice is a problem, and we need somebody to come in who uh, isn't necessarily going to be you know banging on the door wanting to start every week. will accept they're going to come in as a squad player. And a, and a bit of a kind of stopgap, because I do think we need, we need to be looking at someone like, in the long term, someone like De Silva at Brentford, or, you know, a, a good, powerful, capable central midfielder
0: who's going to compete with them, for you know, and then cover them as well. Yeah, but I, I think, I agree with Phil, I, I think this will happen in the summer, but when, when they know, you know, I think, you know, the, the people running the club, It it is a business. Uh, The players' wages haven't come down and we're losing money on having no crowds there. Now, -hmm. you can argue we may well finish higher than they budgeted for, and some of that money will come back through prize money if we carry on the way they are. But they'd be pretty pleased with where the team is in the league and might think, you know, Moyes has done it with what he's got. We don't need to give him much more. Oh, God. Uh, you know, I, I want us to sign will. everyone, but you got to be realistic, and and I don't think many other people are going to be spending money.
1: I sort of feel that what's happened in the last couple of years is that it's sort of not in. You know, if you aim to be a sort of mid-table team, I think it's very easy to end up in a relegation scrap. It's yeah, like this, you, you know, there's often you know. We felt for a while that there were sort of three divisions in the Premier League, didn't we? Sort of positions, sort of one to six, seven to twelve, and thirteen to twenty. But now I think it's like, you know, you've got to aim if you want to like not be in some form of danger every year. I think you've got to aim to be in the top ten every season, mm. and if that means that occasionally you finish twelfth, well then so be it.
2: But well, I think this season represents a kind of possibly unique. Opportunity. I just don't feel it's going to be like this again. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. A bit, it was a bit freakish in 15, 16, but, but not in the same way. You know, the, the way the points are being divided up, the way that, you know, there's seven points covering first to 10th. Um, yeah, no, yeah. look, you know, if we could, it's a, it's if we a could, real
0: opportunity. If we could get hold of three really good players, we could push on. But equally, if I was Jurgen Klopp, I'd look at buying Og Bonner.
1: Yeah, yeah. If
0: Liverpool bought of Bonner, I know he's 31, he's not a long-term buy, uh, that would help them an awful lot the way they plan at the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's interesting that uh, I I saw again the um, possible Jose Mourinho raid for Issa Diop rumour
0: in a paper.
1: And, um, you know, it's interesting because, I, you know, you know, one of us said earlier that we sort of suspected that Dawson was perhaps not actually as good a player as Balbuena or Diop, but um, but that he, you know, has qualities due to sort of having been around the block a while that he could just come and fit in next to Ogbonna sort of seamlessly. And Diop, you know, in those early Pellegrini days, we were just going, "How are we going to hang on to this kid? Yeah, he's amazing." He's the future, you know. If we can get to the end of the season and still hang on to him, uh, that will be incredible. And now he
2: doesn't, he doesn't get in the side now. No, yeah. And and they've signed this Danish guy. Oh, they have. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So and they've got um, um, a couple of good young lads coming through in in you know at centre back position. One or two who played in some of those friendlies. So. Um, it's, uh, yeah, you know, you, you wonder where that's going. He looks likely, he
0: looks one where they might cash in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. More
2: you not yeah. fancy him, does he? No. no,
0: I think I think he would be the obvious one if they got offered a lot of money, but he's clearly got lots of potential, but he plays against Palace and gives Ben Teke a free header. Yeah. You
1: yeah. know, everything,
0: yeah, yeah. That, you know, his weaknesses are all shown in that match. Yes, the, yeah. other, the other centre-backs we've got would, would have been much closer to Ben Teke and that wouldn't yeah. have been such an easy goal to score. Um,
1: yes, yeah. And
0: it's a shame because he, he's he got what the others haven't got, which is a lot of pace. Yeah. And he can yeah. be really good on the ball.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember when we won at Tottenham, was it a couple of years ago? He went on an incredible a rampaging run. rampaging run, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's got loads of talent. And I Moyes, I think Moyes does think he's got talent, but he's clearly has no patience. But people are going to
1: make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, He sort of nursed Balbuena back into the fold, didn't he? But um, uh, because Balbuena, you know, sort of lost his form last season, sort of. I don't know if that was during Pellegrini's tenure. There was certainly that time we sort of, a lot of blame was going Balbuena's way, but he was basically playing in front of Roberto.
2: He kept giving the ball away, didn't he? He kept yeah. making horrible errors. There were Between him and, and, you know, yeah, we had Roberto. I mean, I think Roberto was a catastrophe and completely drained the confidence from from the team defensively. You know, they, they just didn't have any faith in him at all, did they? But um, there was some horrendous... You know, that goal we gave away at Sheffield United, you know, it was horrendous, wasn't it? And then there were... Um, you know he would quite often just kind of pass the ball out that was <laughs> so it went straight beautifully into the into the path of an attacker
1: he sort of came yeah. back late didn't he for that second the pellegrini season that became a moyes season um he came back late because there was there like copa america or something yeah yeah um yeah he yeah. And he just seemed to be off the pace didn't he when he when he, he when he started playing he really just seemed to have it was like he hadn't had a kind of closed season or something or or hadn't had a break, needed a break, or there was something wrong with him that sort of you know um was pretty much you know impacted the entire rest of the season. So he, he became,
0: he's, he's only ahead. in the team because Diop got covid and and Moyes clearly if a player comes in and plays well yeah he doesn't bring back the guy who was, you know, in his place beforehand. No, that's right. Um, that's happening to him now with Dawson, I think. Yeah, it's all about yeah, form. Yeah, I was yeah, amazed Dawson yeah. started against Everton. Yeah. Uh, but he played very well in that game again. I mean, you worry a little bit with him when he's on the ball. And I, I worry about all our goalkeepers when they're kicking the ball out. Mm, they're mm. both terrible. I mean, Fabianci's awful foot kicking. I keep yeah, thinking yeah. he's going to delay too much and get beaten yeah. by a foot forward. He, he, he doesn't look confident. And Randolph wasn't, although I thought Randolph had a decent match, but his kicking was bad as well. Yes, yes. I agree.
1: Yes, that's true. It's true. Um, Yeah, so I suppose we should talk about these um, uh, upcoming couple of games. We've got our cup game next Monday, haven't we, against uh, Stockport. And then, is it the Friday we
0: play Burnley? I think I found this... him on
1: a Saturday afternoon at Oh, Saturday
0: afternoon, is it? I yeah. I think yeah. in my yeah, mind that it was so. an
1: unusual time. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I wonder if he will, I wonder how strong the team, Jim, you reckon he will go for kind of quite big sort of changes to the team, do you? Um, I do, you know, yeah. Noble, uh, yeah, Snodgrass, yeah.
2: Yeah, I bet you, yeah. I think they'll, they'll, they'll both, I think, that and Lanzini, I think those three will probably start. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, probably Fredericks, um uh maybe Johnson the left back. Okay, I I yeah. think it'll be I think it'll be a predictably cautious but this will be this will be enough to do the job. I think he'll want to give the uh the people who've run and run Bowen for Suchek and uh, Rice he wants to give them as 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 long a rest as he can. They'll mm-hmm. be on the bench but he won't want to use them I suspect.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh um, Yeah, I I, I think I think you're right. I think it's it's just a shame that we haven't got any young players to come in and do that. I mean, when you look at uh, the big clubs, when they put out their weaker teams, they seem to be overflowing with 20- and 19-year-old players who are pretty good. And we still, you know, we've got one or two, but we're not, you know, look at Arsenal. You know, they're, they're up sick in form. They bring in, uh, is it Rose Smith? He's 20. Yeah. Anyway, that really he's ruddy fe- really sort of really ruddy
1: faced well. kid from Croydon.
0: He's a he really good really player. Good. And obviously, yeah. Sacco, I think he's even younger than that. Yeah. He's a really yeah. good player. And uh, apart from Rice, maybe Johnson will make it. I, I certainly think he's, he's made a good, he took his goal really well against Brighton. Um, yeah. And the guy who went to Watford, looked all right. I don't know if he's playing well for Watford. Yeah, today. Yeah, uh, um, maybe Nathan Holland to get a run out. Maybe, but he's always injured, isn't he? Um yeah. mm.
1: there were those two that came up in that cup game, weren't there? Um, you know, the right, the right-sided player and the central defender.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a Scottish fullback who, who's yeah, quite the, good. yes Harris Ashby is it? Like oh, that? Ashby, Harrison Ashby. That's yeah, a, yeah. Um, and then there's a, I can't. I can't remember the guy's name there's a a centre forward uh, for the under 23s or the under 18s we got from man united who I've only just seen I've seen goals of his on youtube right. and he looks quite decent.
1: Yeah. But we yeah. need
0: we you know the centre forward position when did we produce one? Oh god. You really have to go yeah. back almost to Jeff Hurst I <laughs> mean it's just yeah. We've we've we the last one, yeah. Cotty that that was the last one, but we've had you know, we've had some decent center forwards, but they've all been people we've bought and we've bought some terrible center forwards, yeah. That's a, I don't know what it is, it's a real blind spot.
1: Well, Sears kind of found his level in perhaps a kind of a, delu- a division, yeah. you know, the championship, the yeah. division below the top flight because <clears throat> he's actually had an okay career, he plays quite a lot of football, but you know, I think he um when he got his debut and he scored that goal against Blackburn, um, you know, we thought, oh, you know, this is, uh, he's on his way, he's going to be really good. And I think there were high hopes for Freddie Sears, but um, it didn't, you know, in the end, he seemed to make bad choices and, you know, seemed to have sort of skills, but perhaps not that quite the um, guile.
2: Yeah. I think he was the the sort of classic, just a, a little bit too... Lightweight and control not quite good enough to compensate for it for the Premier League. I
0: would yeah. say, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, what do we think about the Stockport game score wise? <laughs> well, they're
2: incredibly difficult to sort of you know yeah. predict, and you don't I know nothing about them at all. I don't. I don't even know where they are in the National League, which has been largely kind of decimated by COVID the last few weeks, hasn't it? Bromley don't seem to have played for ages. Um, So you just got to hope that we go there and we're professional about it and we don't, you know, we don't slip on the banana skin. And I imagine it would be probably an attritional, tough, classic, third-round FA Cup tie. The cameras will be there hoping for for the cock-up. It might help us that there will be no crowd. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I I think it it will do. I I think we'll win, but... um... I, I know nothing about Stockport. No. But, you know, teams in that league are pretty decent. I watch a lot of they league are. football and yeah. uh, they're all players who've been at big clubs at some stage and didn't make it. And yeah. they're not rubbish.
1: No, I was really surprised when um, uh, we went to see uh, Bromley United versus uh, Leighton Orient a, a two or three years ago, and uh, I was amazed that I, you know, the standard had really come on a lot since I last watched a non-league football match. You yeah, know? yeah I've watched, uh, I've, sorry, gone, Jim.
2: Well, I've watched a bit of Bromley, you know, not not a lot of games, but quite a few games in the last few years, and um, you know, they, they play on a three G pitch. There's none of this clog it and kick and rush. They all play football. Those things yeah. down. There. Yeah. They all play. They've all. They've all. They've all got coaches who've done their badges and read the manuals. They're all knocking it about in triangles and whatever. And 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 they've all got some technically capable players. So yeah, no, there won't be. It won't be an easy game.
0: Well, I think mm. that in, just generally in football, because say compared with the seventies, there's a lot more foreign players playing in the Premiership, also in the Championship. And yeah. so on and so forth. That the the standard of footballer in professional football is much higher, and that's seat yeah. down to the national league. And a lot of those players would have <clears> probably <throat> been playing in the, the old third division. Yeah, if that's it was right. Just all British players. So, you know, there's a lot of decent players there. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so that's I, absolutely it, right. It won't be easy. You know, you'd hope Moyes is, is going to go there wanting to win it. I'm sure he will. Mm, mm. and um, there's no reason why we can't have a good run in the FA Cup
1: no
2: no um, I mean we've, we've shown we could we could probably beat anyone on our day this season it's that and, and that, that's the way the season is panning out so we've got a real chance we should go for it so well, let's not... do
1: actual let's do actual score predictions for the Burnley game then right mm. is it there well, or here
0: it's, it's, a, it's, a it, out it's at
1: home
2: it's at home but the, the next right. two games are both at home I think um oh. One all,
1: one all, Jim.
2: No, I think we're going to win it. I think, I think we're uh, I think we're going to have, they will come they'll park the bus, they'll be difficult as they usually are. It's not going to be a pretty spectacle, but I and it will be attritional, but we will win it two nil.
1: Two nil. Um, Antonio will have had a rest, uh, I think he might be quite fired up. I'll go for. I'm wondering if we go for 3 1 to us or 3 2 to us. I think it could be, you know, nip and tuck and a bit sort of tense because I think they are, you know, they're starting to find their gears now. 3, three 1. I think we'll win it 3 1. 3 1. But it'll be, it'll be perhaps nervy before the third, you know. <laughs> All right. All right. That's probably it for this uh, week's Stop Hammer Time. Um, uh, with me this week, my name's Phil Whelans. have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. And Jim Reid. Good night, everyone. Come on, you irons.
2: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.